Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Tuesday, January the 18th of 2022. You look awful, like, dressed up today. Really? You look a little more, like, put together than normal. What is it? Are you going somewhere? (laughs) Oh, I mean, not really. I mean, I might have a couple of meetings today. Oh, you do? Yeah. What are you meeting about today? Oh, just stuff. Sounds fun. Yeah. Well, glad you got ready today. That's, <laughs> That's a good, rude. That is a good one. You know how when people get dressed up, like you wear something you typically wouldn't wear, and somebody at work says, what are you doing going to a job interview? Or the worst one to say is, what are you doing going to a funeral? And then they're like, actually, yes. I've had that happen. Oh, Brandon. And you're like, this is the worst. <laughs> Never comment on the attire of other people. And you just did. And I so, just did. Good job. So anyway, but I knew you. I know but you well enough to know you're going to do something. You wouldn't dress like that. My hair is up, and normally you're like, "Oh, you didn't feel like washing your hair today." Oh, you didn't feel like fixing your hair today. No. What is it? it what just, do you mean? What is it? It won't cooperate. No, I just wore my hair up today. Okay. What are you so angry about? <laughs> no, just typically drop the anger. No, I just know you, and typically it's either if my hair's in ponytail, I'm lazy. But today you say I dressed up, and then I did a, my hair in a ponytail. So like, was it a a happy medium? I'm not or? sure what's going on. It looks like you're about to audition for Top Gun. The way that jacket looks, but <laughs> it's one of those bomber jackets. <laughs> what are you, Tom Cruise, up in here? <laughs> Maybe. Where's my Ray Bans? Uh, so anyway, I feel a little bit different today because I went out, and we'll get into this later on this morning. Uh, but I was out looking for clothes last oh, night, which no. I do about once a quarter. <laughs> Um, and it's bad. When I go do that, it's bad. And let me just ask you one thing. I know we'll talk about it later. Did your wife go? Yeah, I've already had to apologize. Oh, no. It's bad, man. I'm just telling you. And I realized at the end of the shopping (laughs) excursion that I've really made a lot of mistakes. I can't wait. So that's on the show as we go throughout the day today. What else is going on? Uh, Girl Scout cookies, the number one Girl Scout cookie in Arkansas. We're going to talk about that. Mm. Uh, the things we nag each other about at home, we'll talk about that. <laughs> why people quit their jobs, at-home COVID testing, uh, why sleeping with your TV on is a bad idea. We'll get into all of that as we go throughout the show this morning. Uh, today, January the 18th, is a big day. It's National Thesaurus Day. Oh. So you can celebrate your favorite thesaurus. <laughs> it's also National Pecking Duck Day. Not sure exactly what Peking Duck is. I think it's Peking Duck Day. Isn't that some type of like a dish, like a that you'll you mm-hmm. order? I don't think it's Peking mm-hmm. Duck. It's That's what Peking. I was talking about. Was Peking okay. Duck? That's what I said, isn't it? Peking Duck. It might have been a Freudian slip. It's Peking <laughs> Duck today. Okay. Uh, also, National Winnie the Pooh Day today. If you were a Winnie the Pooh character, yeah, I think you would most remind me of Eeyore, which is the donkey. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Pooh. Appreciate that. <laughs> and it's also National Popcorn Day, which I love popcorn, and I love flavored popcorn, and I love the caramel popcorn, I and I love the kettle corn. I love all of that stuff. I just hate to hear any other human eat it. That's why you can't go to the movies. <laughs> it is one of the worst sounds of all time, and it takes forever. Kai can pop one bag of popcorn and it feels like it lasts an hour and a half. I know what you mean. It's like they take one kernel and yes. eat it one one at a time. I was walking through the mall with Leslie one time and we got popcorn from like Target or something like that. And I used to put like a whole handful of popcorn and basically imagine my hand uh-huh. is out and it's full. Yeah. And I just put my hand up to yeah. my face like this, like I'm putting myself in the iron claw. You're a shoveler. She's like, you don't eat popcorn like that. I'm like, I've, I've eaten popcorn like this my entire life. And she's like, that looks really tacky. Yeah, you're like sho- shoveling it into your mouth. You're, you just get like three or four kernels and mm. you just politely put them in your mouth. Yeah, man. But if you want a lot of popcorn, you got to go for it. You go all yeah. in. I go big. You know, that's how I do things. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it big this morning. Okay. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1982 and Ronnie Millsap had the number one song in country music on this day. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Wouldn't have missed loving you, girl. You've made my whole life worthwhile with a smile oh. I wouldn't trade one memory cause you mean too much to me 
step for the world. So, 40 years ago today, this was the number one song in country music. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Some Ronnie Millsap. This is one of my favorites by him. Let's do it one more time. Oh, I wouldn't trade one memory Cause you mean too much to me Even though I lost you, girl I wouldn't have missed it for the world I wouldn't have missed it for the world Ronnie Millsap, I wouldn't have missed it for the world. It was number one on this day in 1982. Brandon Baxter in the morning. How you doing it big on a Tuesday morning? And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip today on Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry. So evidently, pretty much everybody but me, they they have bad habits. Mm -hmm. Katy Perry has spilled the beans on Orlando Bloom's bad habit. And here's what she says. She says he has great teeth, really clean teeth and great gums. But he leaves floss everywhere all over the house. And it drives her insane. She says there's floss everywhere she goes. She knows it's kind of gross, you know, because you're just picking your teeth. (laughs) She said she'll go and it'll be beside their bed. It'll be there in the car, on the kitchen table, in the bathroom. It's everywhere. And she says that's the one bad habit of Orlando Bloom. Got you gossip today on Cardi B. What is up in the stuff with Cardi B? What? Yes. Cardi B had her son back in September, and we don't know his name yet. She never did reveal his name. Well, Cardi let us know through Twitter that she may do a name reveal for her son, saying, quote, random, but I'm 1% close to tatting my son's name on my face. What? I really, really want to do it. So uh, Cardi's preferred location is on her jaw. So like Ooh. putting this the, wow. his name on her, on her jaw. But people were quick to tell her, hey, you said in a tweet back from July uh, that you were thankful every day that you didn't get the face tat that you wanted when you were 16. Oh, my goodness. So just remember, you know, maybe you would regret it. So and she could be in, inspired by Offset. That's her husband, because he has a tattoo on his jawline for their four year old daughter culture. Uh, no doubt Cardi is going to tell everyone her son's name when she's ready. But don't be surprised if she reveals his name in her next selfie. All right, got your gossip today on Paris Hilton. Oh, no. oh yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite actresses. So Paris has uh, obviously done The Simple Life, which was the Arkansas reality show. One of the really, one of the early reality shows, right? And then she made this big comeback with her whole, she's getting married, let's chronicle the wedding. And then on Netflix, you had Cooking with Paris, which was a Paris Hilton cooking show which Kelly says is oddly entertaining and soothing. It is. There's something about her voice when she's mixing stuff and like, next you're going to get the powder. And there's something about her voice that's kind of soothing. Yeah. You just, you know. Do that again. No, not doing it. Because it seems like the same voice you would make when you're talking about your mother. No, that's more like this, Brandon. (laughs) So, all right. So uh, Paris's guests on her cooking show have included Kim Kardashian and Demi Lovato, but it looks like that run is over. Netflix has opted not to renew the cooking show, even though it kind of debuted and did okay. It was in the daily top 10 when it first came out, but evidently it didn't have the staying power. So Paris Hilton and cooking with Paris is officially done. Maybe it's well done. Mm-mm. No, it wasn't well done. You're saying it wasn't well done. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So our family situation, I told you that we had family that came in on Thursday. My wife woke me up from my afternoon nap and said, hey, they're going to be here in 20 minutes. And then it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and they, they left yesterday, right? Yeah. So uh, one thing I realized is, uh, you know, just like when all of a sudden people who have been in your house are no longer there, your house seems so much more calm. 
And nobody was hyper, but it just feels like, okay, things are back to normal. Yeah. You kind of return to your space. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that when you have a kid in your house, my, my wife's si- uh, sister is four. So there's stuff everywhere, right? Because, I mean, it's been a kid playing and there's yeah. toys and there's trinkets all over the place. And I looked around the house and I saw a bunch of Lucky Charms. But I don't see the charm. I see the Luckies. Wait. No, I guess so. Wait. You mean the marshmallows? No, those are gone. The marshmallows are gone. My wife made the mistake of buying Lucky Charms, right? And she gives them to to Kai, who's 12. She gives them to her sister, Ella, who's four. And uh, they they both have bowls of... Lucky Charms. Well, and, and sometimes when I come over, she gives me a bowl. Well, of course. You know, we treat all children the same. <laughs> <laughs> but what I've noticed is it doesn't matter what the age is. You go directly for the marshmallows because the other ones, they just taste like puffed rice or something. So so here's Ella with a big bowl of Lucky Charms. She doesn't want milk in there. And do you know why she doesn't want milk? Because you can't really dig through the milk so good. No. So she's over there. One by one, picking out the marshmallows. We go back to her bowl. She's four. There's all kinds of cereal. No marshmallows. We fed her sugar. A girl after my own heart. Look over at Kai. Same thing. Kai has his hands going through <laughs> through there. Like he's going through sand at the beach. Uh-huh. Like he's looking for seashells. But he's looking for more of those marshmallows. And it's such a weird deal because I'm like, Lucky Charms marshmallows are so good. And I think most of us agree they're so good. Why don't they allow the cereal to be like half as good? They they used to, I don't know if they did anymore, but for a second they did. They sold just the marshmallows by themselves because my brother bought a yeah. bag of them. But I made the mistake of putting that, I have them right now. I have Lucky Charms right now in one of those uh, clear containers that has one of those push things on the top so it keeps it sealed. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, you know, how we have those late night snacks sometimes, um, I like to go into the, the clear bin and pick out all the marshmallows. Just like a big old handful of them? So like when Kurt starts eating the cereal, he's like, Mom, where, where's all the marshmallows? I don't know. That must have been a, a weird box. <laughs> they just gave us puffed <laughs> rice on this just, one. I, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to email them and complain. So it never changes. Mm-mm. Like I don't go for them because I don't like the, the way the cereal tastes. I don't, I don't want to be the guy who looks like he's just eating the marshmallows. Why can't they make the cereal 50% better? Why can't the cereal taste a little bit more like Fruity Pebbles with those little marshmallows in there? I, I don't, Wouldn't they sell more maybe, if there were more marshmallows? You know what? Maybe you should do some type of, uh, I don't know. Maybe you should send them some type of video. What if it was 50-50 in the box and it was like one marshmallow for one piece of cereal? Would they sell more of those? Would they sell more cereal that way? Maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm going to have to reach out to them. You should. And let them know. That nobody's eating the cereal part. <laughs> the cereal part goes to the dogs. People just want the charms. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So when I was young, I guess I was scared of the dark or something or, or whatever. And I slept with the TV on for years and years and years. Like, it's just what I did. Mm-hmm. And I think I got that probably from my mother, who always had the TV on. Uh, and, you know, again, so we, we grew up in a house where it was just... My mom and my brother and my sister and I. So I guess it was probably comfort. It mm-hmm. wasn't silent. And, and, you know, there was a little bit of light in the room and stuff like that. But a study shows that falling asleep with the TV on could actually mess with the quality of your sleep. And that's because they say that even though we're, we're trying to rest, if we're not in that REM, that REM sleep, we have an issue because our brain is continuously trying to listen to what's going on. And what they call this, they call these deals mini arousals. And what they do is, is your brain is hearing these things and is trying to tune into the, to the sound on the TV briefly to make sure you're safe. It's, it's our brain's way of protecting us when we might feel a threat that's coming in from an unfamiliar sound. This is not good news for someone that doesn't get enough sleep already. Correct. Wait a minute. Do you sleep with the TV on? Most nights I do. No. And, but I'll turn it down to where it's like the light. I have the light going back and forth. So really, it's not for the sound. Okay. The sound is my fan. Well, the sound is the issue. So the sound, like if, they, okay. if you hear like a voice or noises or whatever, all of a sudden our brains try to tune into the sound. And when we hear the sound, our brain's trying to process that and allows us to not stay asleep as well as we should. And that could mean you wake up and you don't feel your best. You could be groggy. You could feel tired. And it could be because you're leaving your TV on all night. I totally get that. Completely your brain's way of trying to keep you safe, though. They say that, let's say it's a, it's a familiar voice. It's somebody in your house. 
that you hear. You typically can sleep right through that because your brain knows that voice is not a threat. It's an outside voice that seems like the threat. Wow. So kind of interesting advice right there from these researchers who tried to figure this out. Researchers in Austria. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So a young woman near Ottawa, Canada, decided it would be a good idea to drive her car down a frozen river. (laughs) And I mean speed down it. Okay. So someone who lives next to the river got footage of her flying by in her yellow car. But that's not even the craziest part of the story. Her car eventually hit a thin spot on the ice and broke through. Son of a gun. So it was sinking in freezing water, and random people had to save her using a kayak. So one guy who helped said you could see her start gathering her stuff into a bag while her car sunk. Meanwhile, everyone on the shore was yelling at her just to get out. So she eventually did make her way onto the roof as the car was sinking. Then when they were trying to get to her, she stood on the top of her car and started taking selfies. She's in freezing water. Her car is sinking and she wants a selfie. Yes. Oh, that's a Luckily, boss move right there. <laughs> they were able to push a kayak out to her in time, pulled her back in and everyone's okay. Oh. The guy who helped her said she was smiling when she got to shore, said it was really fun and that she'd totally do it again. <laughs> I want to see what she looks like. Yeah. I just well, want to see. She's facing charges for dangerous operation of a motor vehicle and could lose her license. Oh. But speaking of taking selfies while your car is sinking in the river... Where do vegetables post their selfies? Kelly, I have no idea. Instagram. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you when you get hit low and it hurts for a minute and you can't get rid of it, that's the pain I'm feeling right now. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. I'm feeling that pain right now. Brandon Baxter in the morning. See more people talking about Girl Scout cookies and the fact that now you can get your Girl, uh, Girl Scout cookies delivered right to your door with DoorDash. What? You don't even have to leave the house. They're going to bring them right to you. That's awesome. You place the order and they're coming right to your place, man. They're coming right to your house. It's a lot different now than uh, knocking on doors back when I was in Girl Scouts. Were you a Girl Scout? Yeah. You were? I was a brownie and a Girl Scout there just for a second. So you would go door to door with a brochure asking people which cookies they want. Yeah, my mom would put me in the car and we'd just like trick-or-treating, except it was trick-or-treating for Girl Scout cookies and you go to door to door. I'm like, mom, what do I even say? Well, Kelly, you just tell them that what you're doing and what you're raising money for and ask them if they want to buy any cookies. Could you imagine taking Kai and letting him knock on people's doors by himself? No. Here's the deal. You can't do that now. <laughs> no. As an adult, I'd be afraid to do I'd be afraid to do that as me, much less as a kid. I know. And our parents just like just kind of gave us, you know, a couple of sentences to say and kind of pushed us on our way. Here's a little girl at your door trying to sell you some cookies. <laughs> yes, I'm like, please make sure you're watching me. Like all of a sudden some crazy person pulls me in their house. You never know. Oh yeah. They put well, they, you back they out. They kick me right quick. back out when they <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> okay. Beat him to oh. death by talking to him. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where's your Where's your mommy? Okay. Here's <laughs> go away, kid. Old chatterbox over okay. here. Okay. All right. Give me your promo. What would you say? I think back in the day, I was like, "Hey, I'm a Girl Scout, and I'm selling cookies for blah, and the money goes to this." What would the money us. go to? What do you do? I think like it, it would help us do um, like get our patches and and go different places and community events and you know that kind of stuff. Did you have a quota? Like, were you supposed to sell so many boxes? Probably, right? You were. You got prizes, so you would get prizes for selling so many. And then there would be some Girl Scouts that would be nationally, state, nationally Ooh. recognized for how many boxes of cookies they sold. See, I remember, and it, it was a deal like for years and years where they were always, like everybody had kids in the Girl Scouts, and I'd be hit up, and then you feel guilty, and they kind of guilt you, like, look at me, hey, you want to support my kid? And you can't really say, no, I don't want to support your kid. So you got to pick some cookies. Uh, but, you know, you look at that, and I don't really have people doing that to me anymore. Nobody even asks me if I want them. I don't know the last time I've had somebody present Girl Scout cookies to me. Well, they have a lot of different ways they can do it. Now, I just got an email, like on Facebook. They send these little uh, emails, and you can go and click on – they have, like, little uh, profiles now. Yeah. And you click on a profile, and then it takes you to their page, has a picture of the Girl Scout. You get to click on your cookies, and guess what? They bring them to you. 
Yeah, I guess nobody likes me anymore. I'm not sure what happened with that. I know, I know some people. I might can give your your email. No, I don't want to give my email out or anything. Oh. Uh, so I was looking at the, my favorite Girl Scout cookies, right? Because there's like, if you go to Google Trends, you can see what's popular, right? And Thin Mints, overwhelmingly across the country, are the most popular Girl Scout cookie. They're number one in 38 different states. That only reminds me of my mom. She used to love the Thin Mints. She still does. And she'd take a whole roll of them and she'd put them in the freezer. And then she would hide them in the freezer because my dad would always try to eat them. Mm -hmm. So she would hide them and eat a couple or three Thin Mints every night. That was like her favorite little snack. They are so good, though. Cold. The the freezer thing, too. My mom did that, too. Mm -hmm. So Thin Mints are number one across most states. Tagalongs, also known as peanut butter patties, depending on where you live. They're second most popular hmm. with eight different states. So in Arkansas, because I was like, well, I wonder what Arkansas picks. We go completely another direction. It's not Thin Mints in Arkansas, and it's not Tagalongs. <gasps> Is it my favorite? What? Wait, I'm just going to let you say it first. What? Samoas. Mm, it's not that either. They say Adventurefuls are number one huh? in Arkansas. And I'm going, I've never even had an adventureful, have you? No, what's an adventureful? Here's how they describe it. It's an indulgent brownie-inspired cookie topped with caramel-flavored cream with a hint of sea salt. Like, they look pretty good. Oh, those must be new since we've been through all the that stuff. Yeah, so for me, are Samoa's your favorite? Yes. Mine too. I could eat the entire box in one setting. Those are my fa- They've always been. So they're described as a crisp cookie with caramel, coconut, and chocolatey stripes. And there's that chocolate undercoating on the bottom mm-hmm. of those. And, and weirdly enough, because like most of the time, my wife and my son and I, we kind of like the same types mm-hmm. of foods. They hate those. So if I buy those, they're not going to touch them. <laughs> they're all yours. Because they're like the texture of the coconut. To me, you can't tell it's coconut. I can't tell in those, no. Uh, Dosey Doe's or other ones, they have Girl Scout s'mores, Lemon Ups, Tagalongs. Who gets the shortbread trefoil? <laughs> Who gets that? I like the short. It's like, exactly. Yeah. It's like we went over to my uh, mother-in-law's house last night, and she had made sugar cookies. And I'm like, what else do you do? You got to put something on top of those sugar cookies. I see. Well, I think it was just sugar cookies. Now, if they come out of the oven and they're and they're um, nope, warm, not for me. Warm. Not enough. Not exciting enough for me. Oh, I'm gonna send them back. Well, high maintenance over there. Nope, with your send cookies. them back. Like who gets shortbread? You're right. No, just mm. they have toffee tastic. That sounds kind of good. It's gluten free as well. It's well, rich and buttery cookie with a sweet, crunchy toffee bit included. If we ask our listeners if they eat shortbread or like what's their favorite and someone says shortbread, are you going to go after them and ban them from the show? I'm going to ban them from oh, the show. okay. Basically. You are that, you're that strong well, about it's it. it's boring. Just okay. stop being boring. Stop what being is your favorite boring. ice cream? Vanilla? Okay. What do you drink? Water all day? <laughs> oh my goodness. What do you want? A cheeseburger plain? So I think we should ask everyone their favorite and then uh, guys... Don't say shortbread. I will bond with those of you who say Samoas. Oh. And I will look down my big nose. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to put it on Facebook, facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Making fun of the way I look. Uh, Okay. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So as soon as we get done talking about this whole deal with um, people talking about their Girl Scout cookies, number one, we had people who then tried to sell me Girl Scout cookies, which is awesome. Because maybe now I know where to go and buy some Girl Scout cookies. Who Who is my hookup? She said, my daughter, Maddie Hicks, is selling Girl Scout cookies if Brandon wants to order. And then we have the whole um, order form that you can click on and yes. take you right there and everything. Well, how about that? So thank you, Maddie. There you go. Some yeah. Girl Scout cookies right there. Mm-hmm. All right. So And then uh, there was somebody else who was upset with my my phrases, my yeah. wording of my, my dissatisfaction with some choices of Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. You were saying that you couldn't stand people that liked the shortbread. That's dumb. Cookies that that's it was dumb. dumb, and you said that's basically like it's boring, and it's like liking vanilla ice cream. Yeah, cheeseburger plain. Water's your favorite drink. Well, I mean, uh, Kelly from Harrisburg says, "I just want y'all to know that I love shortbread cookies, and yes, my <laughs> yes, vanilla is my favorite ice cream." <laughs> so you have really upset some people, Brandon. Who was that again? It was Kelly. This is Vanilla Kelly. Th- yes, this is Vanilla Kelly. Vanilla Kelly. Guess what? Oh, okay. Oh, here she goes. Off. Turn us off. This is what you're going to do. Hit the road, Kelly. Okay. And don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Kelly. And don't you come back. What happens? 
You are banned. <laughs> She's banned from the show from this point forward. She is out of here. Get her out. So if someone doesn't uh, share your radio. opinion, you, you ban them. Take her radio. Okay. Somebody go take her radio today. <laughs> send somebody. So silly. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Wait. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthday sport today. It's Tuesday, January the 18th of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Chris Morgan of Walnut Ridge, who celebrates Nancy Donahue. In Stuttgart, we have Donna Taylor Bowden of Hot Springs, who celebrates Meredith Townsend in Sherwood. Mary Cook of Rogers, Arkansas, celebrates a birthday today. Samantha Tilly in Paragould. Michaela Prince from Stuttgart is celebrating. David Ferguson of Memphis. Anthony Sanders of Jonesboro. Uh, Let's see here. We have Willie Dowers from Pocahontas celebrating Jane Raspberry. A teacher at Corning High School has a birthday today. Taylor Belcher in Stuttgart. Michael Sumter of Truman. Uh, Jenna Thomas from Wynn celebrates. Janet Williams in Stuttgart. Carrie Taylor of Jonesboro. And Kerrigan Mullins of Jackson County turns 11. Literally birthdays Mm -hmm. from all over the state and over into Memphis. So if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Ashley Murray is 34. That's Josie McCoy on Riverdale. Jason Siegel is 42. He's from Forgetting Sarah Marshall and How I Met Your Mother. Dave Batista is 53, WWE superstar, and also Drax the Destroyer in Guardians of the Galaxy. Dude, this Jack, too. Huge. He is. Yeah. Happy birthday to Allison Arngrim, who is 60. That was Nellie Olson on Little House on the Prairie. She was the bully with the curls. Yes, and you you related to her so much. Mm-hmm. You were never like Laura Ingalls Wilder. You were much more like Thank you. Nellie. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to Mark Colley, who is 66. You may remember him from this song. I feel like the love of my life is dying. Even the man in the moon is crying. Boom! Mark Colley, 66 years old today. Happy birthday to Kevin Costner, who is 67. Who cares what he's done except for Yellowstone? I mean, no, come on Happy now. birthday to he Kevin He was Costner. in The Bodyguard. He was in Dances with Wolves. I know. He was hunting in Arkansas like last month. Happy but birthday. right now... We just know him as a Dutton. So happy birthday to Kevin Costner and happy birthday to the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, who is 68. WWE Hall of Famer. Everybody's got a price. One of my one of the best characters of all time in wrestling, the million dollar man. Ted DiBiase celebrates his birthday today. And I'm probably not going to say this name right, but happy birthday to Karan Brar. Brar. Brar, who is 23. That's Ravy on Jesse. Yeah, Ravi as well. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. birthday goes out to my good friend Karen Barrar, who is Robbie on Jesse, who turns 23 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. How are you doing it big on a Tuesday morning? It's January the 18th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Jordan Davis. If he ever singles you up, he's ever stupid enough. I'm going to be the first one calling you baby. 
This is a really cool story on Jordan Davis. He did uh, Fallon's show on Friday night, you know, tonight's show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, and they were about 35 minutes away from a wedding that uh, he had been told where the bride and the groom, who, as they were getting set to do their first dance, they were going to dance to the song By Dirt. So Jordan Davis got wind of this, and he showed up at their wedding. So we just wrapped up at Jimmy Fallon. I uh, found out that there's a wedding in New Jersey, and the first dance song is By Dirt, and they had a DJ playing it. But uh, we're only 35 minutes away, so we are going over to play the first dance song live. So just imagine at your wedding, your first dance is the song by Dirt, and Jordan Davis walks in unannounced. I mean, it's really cool. The video is up on Jordan Davis's socials if you want to check it out. We have country music news today on Thomas Rhett. Well, we know Thomas Rhett's new album is coming out April 1st, but in the meantime, he has given us a couple of songs to help with the wait and also a brand new version of his newest single, Slow Down Summer. So his newest version of the song is a stripped down version. Uh, It's just Thomas and his guitar. Here's Slow Down Summer. What can I say? We had our hopes up and windows down, falling fast in a one lane town, tangled up. You live so mine Never seen a brighter green than those eyes And I put my jacket on your shoulder Wishing the weather wasn't getting colder Letting you go, holding on to each other Closing our eyes, saying slow down summer I love acoustic versions But if you want to see the whole performance Just search Thomas Rhett Slow Down Summer Acoustic on YouTube Alright, we have country music news today on Brett Eldridge So Brett Eldridge is back with a new song and a new video. So the song is called Want That Back. And the whole idea is is that life has gotten complicated and we wish we could go back to the simpler times. We want that back, those times. Here's a sneak peek at new stuff from Brett Eldridge. You can take away the judgment. Take away the means. Take away the wasting time on things you won't care about Take away the drama Take away the shame Take away the broken heart For just don't take away The smell of old wood bleachers And what hometown preachers Being rich with her And a cheap six-pack Yeah, the shot of a new summer Barefoot baseball with my brother First time Stuff from Brett Eldridge. The video's out as well. The song is called Want That Back. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. So today is January the 18th. And today in Pop Culture, a very famous band was formed. I guess there were other, like three other bands, and they all came together, like the main people, to form one band that became known as as Bad Company. Bad Company. And I, can't deny and I think that worked out okay for them. <laughs> bad company. Today I die. You probably know quite a bit of Bad Company. See if you know maybe this Bad Company. There's this bad company. Kelly's favorite bad company. (laughs) 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 Today in pop culture in 1975, CBS introduced us to the Jeffersons. To a deep 
1975, and I don't know why we love that and one so much. And why do I keep thinking of Nelly? Uh, oh, because he sampled that for a second? <laughs> yes. It was George, and what was her name? <laughs> you forget it every year. What do you think is it was? It, isn't there a wheezy? It is wheezy. Okay. okay. Uh, today in pop culture in 1986, Dionne Warwick and Friends hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 with the song That's What Friends Are For. This was released as a charity single in 86, for AIDS research, and uh, they were able to earn something like $3 million for that cause in 1986, all thanks to this song. Keep smiling, keep shining, knowing you can always count on me, for sure. right there she teams up in this song with stevie wonder and elton john and gladys knight i don't know if you know this she predicted that was going to be a big hit <laughs> did she? she did she's a psychic uh-huh. uh, today in pop culture in 1989 stevie wonder became the youngest living person inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame he was 38 when he was inducted i just called to say i love you Stevie Wonder into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The oh, we both hit the wrong part there. Uh, Stevie Wonder, maybe. Culture in 1996. It was a sad day for fans of Michael Jackson because this is the day where Lisa Marie Presley filed for divorce. She had been married to Michael Jackson for 20 months and it was over. But that marriage left us with the video for You Are Not Alone. seen that in a minute you might want to go <laughs> check that one out uh, today in pop culture in 2001 they were doing the inauguration for george w bush in washington dc country was represented by brooks and dunn when they performed this today in pop culture in 2010 justin bieber released this And today in pop culture in 2016, Glenn Fry died at the age of 67, one of the original original founding members of the Eagles. So lots of big hits from the Eagles, of course. Take it easy, take it easy. Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Maybe a little life in the fast lane. There were lines on the mirror, lines on her face. She pretended not to notice. She was caught up in the waves. Out every evening until it was night. He was too tired to make it. She was too tired to fight about it. Life in the 
So Glenn Fry also had a big hit in 1985 by himself with this one. Fry for you. Today is January the 18th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, about once a quarter, I decide I'm going to change my fashion. And if you've listened to this show much over the course of the last, um, you know, I've done mornings for almost, oh my gosh, 20 years. Uh, but anyway, we've done this show for almost, what, seven mm-hmm. or something? And I've said multiple different times I go through these deals where I'm like, what do I wear? And I don't know if other guys do this or if other guys just kind of like get in their in their zone and that's just what they wear and it never changes. But see, to me, I worry about that because that's where all of a sudden you're wearing things that you wore 15 years ago, but now you're really dated. Right. And I do worry about that. You know, we're seen by a lot of people and we constantly want to reinvent and we constantly... Uh, you know, have to be in front of crowds of people of all ages, right? our age, older and younger. And mm-hmm. we need to be able to relate to everybody, right? That's what goes through my head. So I've gone through phases of, of going out and buying <laughs> jeans that were the real trendy jeans at the time. And because I got a booty and some legs, sometimes those jeans look a little bit snug on me. And I realized that when I was at Coach Jones's house and I saw a video of myself and I thought, oh, pants a little tight there. <laughs> A <laughs> zipper creeping down because pants a little tight. And everyone was talking about your tight pants. So I decided last night, and I wanted this like around the holidays, I, I'd walked into a couple places and I thought, you know what, I'm going to redo my fashion again. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure any retailer loves to hear that because they're like, this idiot's going to come in and buy 10 of the same thing and act like it's a brand new wardrobe. And then <laughs> he's going to come back in six months, three months, whatever. So my poor wife went with me last night oh, to look at clothes. Oh, man. And it starts off with me being aggravated because we're in the middle of a pandemic and it's cold outside. So what this means is you wear jeans and shoes and I had on two shirts. I had a t-shirt and a pullover and I had my glasses and a mask. So all of a sudden when you put the glasses and mask on and again, because of the size of my nose and the size of my mask, the stupid glasses fog up. So all of a sudden I walk into the store and I'm foggy and then I'm like, well, I guess I take the glasses off and I can't see. And then I take the mask off and I'm going to get COVID. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get aggravated because I'm trying on all these different things. And if you try on 10 different pair of pants and you don't have them all at once and you have to get dressed and go get more and get dressed and go get more, all of a sudden it's like you're doing cardio on the elliptical. Yeah, it's a workout. And you're freaking wore out. Mm-hmm. And then I realize it doesn't matter what the brand is. I've gone through all the Levi's. I've gone through all of the, the um, Silver's. And the luckies and all these different things. And like I'll find one that fits good in the legs, but then down here at my at my shoes, it looks like bell bottoms. And if you've seen the trend, it's not trendy to have big boot cut unless you're wearing boots. Okay, yeah. Like that looks silly if I'm wearing tennis shoes to have boot cut. Yes. And I'm just gonna give guys a heads up if you're still wearing that. There's people who are looking at you thinking that you're not in fashion anymore. And this could be a commercial for anybody selling jeans out there. So if you'd like for me to have your endorsement. This is what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to smarten a lot of people up. Oh. If you're still wearing that, it's not the right look. You got to have a little more tapered look on your on your pants. Okay. So then I got some tapered pants. And I started thinking, what is the deal? Even my tapered pants look baggy around my shoes. Hmm. And then I said to my wife, I'm like, I wonder if I buy the wrong length of jeans. And I put on a size that was a little bit shorter. Much to the chagrin of a guy who wishes he was taller. <laughs> when you got to go for the shorter one. And guess what? They look better. I believe I have wore the wrong length of jeans since I was about 15 years old. Are you serious? Because like the boot cut, when you're young, it can go over your shoe and it can kind of be bunchy. But it's not the look anymore that you really want to go for unless you're wearing boots. And even right. if you're wearing boots, you want it to be a little more tapered. Yes. So if you have a lot of if you have a lot of jean laying over the top of your shoe, not a good look right now. Hmm. It's changed. 
But the problem is most of us as men, we don't evolve our fashion. We get with something that we feel comfortable in and we stay right there in that lane. And you're right. Get get one of every color. That's what I do. Yeah. Like last night I found one pair of jeans out of probably 20 I tried on. Oh. I found one pair that I liked and I told Leslie, I said, I'm not going to buy that one pair. And she's like, why wouldn't you buy the pair if it's here? I said, because there's not another color. And if that's the only pair of jeans I like, I can't wear that pair of jeans every day. So forget about it. You could buy other jeans. None of them fit right. I'm telling you, it's an issue. Hmm. It's—I don't know if it's just an issue for me, but like the whole deal, they have to be fitted around the shoe. You don't want your shoe to be messed up. So I got home last night, and as every smart 44-year-old male does, I started watching fashion. What? What do you mean, started watching fashion? I was watching fashion. Fashion for men over the age of 40 Mm-mm. to look trendy and to look handsome and to look distinguished and debonair. Tell me exactly what you typed in. Fashion for men over 40 on YouTube. <laughs> so on our big 70-inch TV in the living room, my poor wife and my son are subjected to me watching oh, 40-plus men talk about what we should wear. And a lot of them, like, I can't wear a lot of stuff that 40-pluses that should wear. Really? Like, can you imagine me in a button-down in a cardigan? Look at me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'll look at all these guys, and they look really if, good. If you walked in here in a cardigan, I I wouldn't be able. I would not be able to do a show looking across at you. I bought some work pants, like they were called. They're not jeans, but they were like supposed to be like everyday pants, but like darker color, hmm. like a different fabric, like not chino khakis, but like cooler looking jean jean like things. And I put those on with a, a dark shirt, so I had like gray pants and a gray shirt. And I said, Leslie, I feel like this isn't the look I'm going for either. Like, I'm about to go and work in retail. Like you, know? like you had a uniform on? It looked like a uniform. Yeah. So, anyway. What, what's going to, what's going to, what are you going to do? Number like, one, shorter jeans. Okay. I got to find the right taper. I got to find the spot that's going to sell them. Because I just can't walk in and just find stuff. So, if anybody, if you're a guy and, and you're kind of like me, you're not, what am I, probably 5'10"? Yeah. A little bit stocky. A little bit. How would you describe my... Uh, no, no go I'm ahead. not describing you just at describe all. Me. Y'all know how that ends. No, just describe me. Uh, you have, you're, you're muscular, so... Like, but short. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but yeah, you need, you need room in the legs because you're muscular. I have big legs and a big booty, but I need tapered around the shoes, and I believe I've been going too long. So if, yeah. anybody, if anybody has advice, if anybody knows what I should do about this, if you're a dude and you run into the same thing that I run into... Or maybe you're a guy and you didn't realize you were wearing stuff that was twenty, you know, fashion from twenty years ago until today. I mean, thank I'm just trying you. to help people it, out. It's really nice of you. Literally, I, I've been doing it wrong, and then I wonder why I'm never satisfied with the way I look, and it's because I've been looking for the wrong stuff. Wow. So, anyway, can I tell you one of my fashion inspirations? <laughs> okay. Butch Jones. Oh well, yeah. He is well dressed. He is, and I want to look like him. Well, the best part is when you look down and you see his shoes. He yes. always has the best shoes. Yeah, I can't afford those. So well. if anybody knows where I can get discount Butch Jones clothes, <laughs> just let me Good know. Luck. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I saw this deal this morning and it was talking about things that um, we nag people about or our spouses or significant others nag us about. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this completely feels like real life. <laughs> it's like this whole thing. Is, is almost perfect. Okay. So if you live with somebody else, right? Uh-huh. And it could be a husband or a wife. It could be a significant other. It could be a boyfriend, girlfriend. It could be just a roommate, right? Yeah, like a roommate in college or something. So these are the most common things people nag each other about. So what I thought I would do here, I'm going I'm to hand you the bell. Okay. And I want you to ring the bell when uh, I tell you one of these things that you believe either you or my wife have said okay. to someone. Okay. Okay. Again, these are the top things that people nag other people about, about home life. All right. I'm ready. Okay. She's going to ring the bell when this is something that she believes is an active nag at one of the houses. Okay. Kelly, what do you think about people who complain about uh, not turning lights off when people leave rooms? (laughs) I nag about that. You do? Yeah. You think I do? 
A hundred percent, because I've been at your house before when you started singing every loud in the house is on. That's true. Yeah. So, yes, I think all of us have have done that. Have you been there when I've done the tour of the house turning lights off? Because uh, no. if, if I see one on, like Kai's upstairs, right? Yeah. But his bedroom light is on. I'll mm-hmm. go turn it off. If he goes to the bathroom... And, and leaves the light on, I go turn it off. If my wife walks out of the closet and leaves the light on, I turn it off. Yeah. There's a switch. It ain't that difficult. Yeah. No, I get it. When you go to the fridge, do you leave the refrigerator door open? No, you close the freaking fridge. So turn the freaking lights off. Well, and that's just number one? Yeah, we're going to be here. Man. <laughs> uh, people nag each other about not cleaning up in general. Like, you leave... Okay, that's fast. Sorry. That's, that's just I mean, yes. What about people who put things away in the wrong place? <sighs> you complain about that? That's why I never have my kids put away the dishes because I won't find certain dishes or silverware for a month yep. because they'll put it in some random spot. I'm like, all you have to do is just open the drawer and sure. see where everything else is and you put it where the same stuff is. Right. So, yeah. Oh, my wife, it's like a scavenger hunt every time. Like, let's say you're looking for uh, fingernail clippers. They're somewhere different every single mm. time. Or like the can opener. It's somewhere different every single time. So just put it back where it goes. Don't change my game a little bit. Having the TV volume <laughs> way up too high. This is your wife. <laughs> because when I'm over there, I swear we're all watching TV. And out of nowhere, she'll go, are you? Are y'all deaf? <laughs> why Why is the TV so loud? And both of us just kind of look at each other like, well, here we have headphones on every day and sure. we've got them all, you know, we hear everything. Up. But <laughs> yeah, I've heard her say that before. Other things that people nag about in homes are people who leave dirty clothes on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My whole house is guilty of that. I'm guilty of it. My wife yeah. is guilty of it. Kai's guilty of it. Yep. So uh, leaving dirty dishes around the house. Mm, I do hate that. Yeah, but not a not a bell ring. It's not now. So ring the bell for Leslie because it seems like once a day she's bringing stuff down from from Kai's game room. I think I've done that for Kai before. Where you're like, <laughs> how do you even consume this much? I was like, Kai, how long have you been up here? Five days. <laughs> <laughs> not replacing toilet paper or leaving just enough. No, yeah. So you don't who have to do it. That? So you don't have to change it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a character flaw. <laughs> that is a character flaw. Uh-huh. What does that mean? It is. Psychotic? Uh, there's Psychopath. something wrong with that. Uh leaving the door open when it's cold out. Well, yeah. Leslie's dad did that the other day. He walked outside to go do something outside and he left the front door open and I'm like, "Would you nag him?" Surely he's going to be right back. No, I can't nag him. But like he walked outside. I'm like, "He'll he'll surely be right back." And it was like 3 or 4 minutes later, he was still outside. <laughs> the door was still open. Hmm. What the heck is happening here? Leaving shoes laying around. I'm guilty of that too. Yeah. I have a spot. Mm-hmm. Like I know where my shoes are. They're in the kitchen. <laughs> where everybody's shoes should be. <laughs> right there in the kitchen. <laughs> And then other things that people nag each other about are, let's say you have stairs in your house and you don't want to walk all the way to the top of the stairs. So you put something there on the bottom stair, on the bottom step. I've done it a million times. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is when it doesn't get picked up. What do you mean it doesn't get picked up? Because whatever kid it is, they see it and they know it's theirs and they won't, when they go up the stairs, they won't grab it knowing it's for them to take up the stairs. Why don't you just walk it up there? Would it hurt you? I to already have to, folded it. They it ha- can take it up would themselves. Would it hurt you to walk up those stairs? Well, Leslie was saying that no, you never no. walk up the stairs. Let me just tell you about Leslie. She'll put. She does this. She did this all Christmas because she opens at the the door that takes you upstairs, and she'll just put stuff on that bottom or the second step. And guess who hates it? Me. Kai doesn't care. Kai can be surrounded by junk, and he doesn't care. But for me, I care, and I'll carry that stuff up there. Will you? Yes, That's- I will. Well, looks like she's coming in the door. I, I gotta go. I don't think she. I love you. That. <laughs> I love you. Thanks for the coffee. Uh huh. Old nags, man. Evidently, Kelly's okay. a nag. Okay. <laughs> oh nag my about everything. goodness. Brandon. <laughs> she's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's <laughs> Kelly Perry's. Did you know? On Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon, what does BYOB stand for? Bring your own booze. Bring okay. your own beer. Listen to this. Did what? you know the second B in BYOB doesn't mean beer everywhere? 
A poll in the UK asked what it stood for, and 39% said bottle, 38% said booze, and only 5% said beer. So for the record, oh. 17% said they didn't know what it meant. <laughs> Isn't really? that funny? Yeah. Bring your own booty? Uh, yeah, I think that's probably a given, but... Okay. Okay. And did you know, Jerry Seinfeld made at least $30,000 for every line he had on Seinfeld based on his salary and the show's syndication deals. Are you serious? Yeah. That is insane. (laughs) And did you know, Castaway was filmed over two years because it took Tom Hanks about a year to lose weight and grow his hair out for all of the island scenes. Ooh, that's a big investment and an investment of time as well. I didn't know that. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, we appreciate you guys hanging with us this morning. We also always appreciate when you guys uh, provide us with, you know, some feedback, some information that could be useful. This morning, if you missed it, I was trying to discuss how, once again, I'm going out trying to reinvent myself with fashion. I do it about four times a year um, with very similar success every single time. But I think I figured out what I've done wrong. Mm -hmm. Like part of it's my pants. Part of it is I think I've been stuck in this deal where this is what my jeans are because I've always wore jeans like this, the same length, the same fit. Basically, it's always been the same. And every time I kind of go away from it, I come back to what I feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. But when I reflect on it, it's really been something that's been like 25 or 30 years. And guess what? It changes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to educate people about boot cut and and how jeans need to fit and all that stuff. And I was asking, hey, where can I go to find the right jeans? Because I'm not that tall. I'm Mm 5'10-ish. I have a big booty, some thicker legs, so I'm trying to figure out like what I can do here. Well, we're getting some help. E. Flair says, tell Brandon he needs to try true religion jeans. Irish rugby guys wear them. Bigger legs, but not that tall. Really? Yeah. Okay. So may- maybe that's the brand you need. Maybe that's what I need. It's that give. Has a little bit of a, of a stretch. Oh, my gosh. There were some really expensive jeans I looked at last night, right? And I'm like, how much are those? Let's see. She's like, oh, my gosh, they're like 180. And I felt them, and they felt rough. Like, I'm so used to having the softer stretch. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, like, the standard jeans that I wore, like, my whole life, they feel terrible. Like, they're now. uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. who wants to wear that? Yeah. And there's name brands that have that type of a feel mm-hmm. to them. I was like, no, nah, not happening. Yeah. I'm getting stretchy pants. Stretchy pants. So, true religion, according to Eve. Mm-hmm. We appreciate Eve. Yeah. Who, uh, according to her her socials, is listening in Northern Ireland? Yes. And I would love to know how she found us. Well, good morning, Ireland. How about this? We'll do it for Eve, okay? <laughs> okay. And y'all, first of all, as you know, <laughs> we do things big here. Oh, We're doing yes. it big. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, <laughs> she's got three words for you. Good morning, Ireland! Brandon Baxter in the morning. I had this big debate on jeans this morning, and I was talking about fashion, and I was really trying to to explain what I've learned about me, and that is I wear the wrong clothes. I wear clothes that fit poorly. I wear clothes that aren't on trend for my age. All these different things. I've realized this. And I'm trying to help. Well, Melissa Freeman has sent us a message, and she says the following. Okay. Please tell Brandon he has not been buying the wrong jeans, the wrong length of jeans. Right. He's just getting older and is shrinking. Okay. See, Welcome Melissa. to your 40s. Melissa. Brandon, welcome to your new 40s and a new insecurity. <laughs> so true. Melissa, <laughs> did you really have to go there? <laughs> That's awesome. Melissa. Did she really have to bring that up? She did. I'm shrinking? Yeah, you're shrinking. Isn't that what happens to us as we get older? I hope not. Good oh, grief. Man. This is not going to be a good one. But because of Melissa, uh-huh. I do wonder if she should be allowed to listen anymore. Oh, no. Not but Melissa. You think it should be Melissa's turn? Mm. Oh, Melissa. Hate to break it to you. So sorry. I ain't shrinking. Hit the road, Melissa. <laughs> and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Melissa. Mm. And don't you come back no more. You are banned! Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we talked through uh, my disaster when I went shopping. And this sounds like a repeat because about, 
I don't know, every few months I decide I'm going to to reinvent myself and <laughs> I always end up looking the same. Um, but I had some issues and I learned some stuff about myself that I didn't know. And I try to educate people. Maybe you guys don't know what's right for your own fashion. Um, yeah, that sounds silly when I say it like that, mm-hmm. but maybe that is the case. We also talk about Arkansas's favorite Girl Scout cookie. That's up uh, on the podcast today. We talk about how uh, sleeping with the television can actually be really bad for your sleep and the top things that Kelly nags people about. Okay, that was not what we talked about. Yeah, it is. So all of that on today's podcast. It is the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, <laughs> what's on TV tonight? The series premiere of How I Met Your Father on Hulu. Hillary Duff stars as Sophie, so that's going to be on tonight. Tonight's schedule also includes Superman and Lois, Naomi, This Is Us, Queens, and New Amsterdam. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.